Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Remember, people who have a lot of judgment on your relationship are generally either judging themselves or insecure about their own. Welcome back, lovers. I'm your host, Jessica Spandiari, and this is Open Late. I am bringing you a little bonus today. If you caught Wednesday's solo episode, it's all about how to come out to my friends, to my family about my open relationship. I give really valuable insight that I wish someone had told me before I came out to my family. There are actionable tools and steps in there to make this process just a bit easier on you, to ease your mind, and I think to overall have a better success rate in creating exactly what you want with the outcome of sharing this information. Um, But of course, there's always a little shadow side to everything we do, and I get a lot of questions about, you know, when you came out, what was the downside? Did anything bad happen? Like, was anybody, you know, really upset with you? Just did it bring unwanted attention to your relationship? And that answer is yes. The answer is always going to be yes. So even though I shared on Wednesday in episode 68 that you can create a light experience, a liberating experience for yourself, I also want to arm you with you know, (laughs) some good information and some tools for if that doesn't happen, because you will be met at some point with some, you know, stinky opinions and adversity and just a lot of judgment. So I want to start by sharing a story that always really stuck with me. It's an experience that I had after telling people that Posh and I were in an open relationship. Um, we shared this information with our closest circle of friends and we started to be a bit more casual about it. So naturally news started to spread and a close friend of one of our very good friends, um, was told, you know, the information was shared with him and we went out to a dinner. There were like maybe 10 people at this dinner. It was a birthday party for one of our good friends at the time. And we went to a nightclub after And this guy, this friend of a friend started to hit on me, you know, and I really wasn't interested for a number of reasons, you know, Um, and I'm thinking here I am entitled to my preferences and my choices as a woman. But this guy kept persisting, even though I shared with him that I really wasn't interested. And it was very nonverbal, you know, when you're out and someone tries to make some more physical contact, um, sort of brushing up against you, making excuses to touch you. Um, And after I had said no, that I wasn't going to sort of sit on his lap as he was asking me to in the moment, like, come sit down, come sit down, patting his lap. And I said, no, he said, why not? I know how this works. Those were his exact words. And I cringe thinking about it because it was rather disgusting. He was 
sort of alluding to, I know how the open relationship thing works, which was also alluding to his level of, you know, sexual harassment that he was comfortable with. And I guess very patriarchal standards of him feeling entitled to me, to my favor, to my attention, to my affection as a woman, because I was in an open relationship, maybe. And this is obviously speculating. I can't imagine what he was actually thinking. And it's probably silly for me to waste any of my time trying to do that because I'm not a mind reader. And you're not either. And none of us should really waste our time. But the point that I want to show here is there are shitty people in the world no matter what. And the person that, you know, I'm very good friends with still to this day, he's like a brother to me. Um, This was his friend. And, you know, he didn't know at the time, I think that his friend was going to act out this way. Maybe he would have put a buffer there. Maybe he wouldn't have shared that information. But you cannot control the way people are going to respond and react to you. You know, non-monogamy, open relationships will bring your relationship under a microscope more. Now, it doesn't matter. As, you know, a woman or a female presenting person, you are going to likely be met in our society today. We're really hoping that this changes and so many people are making strides in the direction that we have equality and we're not being met with more cases of sexual harassment and, you know, other people on the planet feeling entitled to us and our sexuality. However, this is the state of the affairs today. And I have found that being polyamorous or being in an open relationship brings into the the field more and more that people expect me to be more sexual. People expect that I'm going to you know, have lower standards for some reason, which you've probably heard me say on this show, non-monogamy has made me raise my standards. It's given me the ability to be very choosy because I'm living a life where I can be with other people and I'm not in a relationship of scarcity. And I hope that people don't hear that and say that I'm saying monogamy is scarcity. I'm not equating the two. I'm just saying my relationship is very expansive. So In this case, um, I had to create a lot of distance between myself and that person and share with Pasha because I actually started to be very uncomfortable at this like table in this nightclub we were in. We ended up leaving early because of it. And, you know, this was a very long time ago. I have grown a ton since then, but I felt really icky about myself after that night. And I did a lot of processing And it's just a shame because I wasn't so secure in myself and my non-monogamy as I am now where I'd be like, oh, that asshole. I felt dirty because of it. And it took me a long time to, you know, sort of grow in a way now where I realize and I understand that, you know, there are a lot of people on this planet that will always feel entitled, right, to a woman. Um, And there are going to be people who meet you with a lot of judgment, right? Online bullying and things like that. I could, you know, I've gone through some of my terrible comments before on some of these solo episodes, but remember people who have a lot of judgment 
on your relationship are generally either judging themselves or insecure about their own, you know, um, you will find that as you grow and as you get more secure in this relationship, it will matter way less and less what people think about you, what people say about you online. Um, Allie, my incredible assistant, shared this with me today when we were talking about this episode. She said, people who focus on other people's way of life rather than their own are often just hurting themselves, not wanting to focus on their own relationship, not wanting to focus on their own life or lack of relationship, just not wanting to look in the mirror. And I was like, Allie, that's pretty brilliant and insightful. And it's very true. You know, insecure people are going to experience more rejection when they hear that you don't want to be with them, right? Rather than someone who's secure in their own and just say, oh, okay, cool, we're not vibing. You know, I recently met up with a guy that I met on Fields who after I shared that, yeah, I didn't feel any chemistry after our first meeting. We were very different. I went to meet him and like literally had water because I'm not drinking and um, he was like uncomfortable the fact that like, I'm not a drinker, you know, and he smokes pot and like, I don't. And he just saw these differences as like ways to convince me that like his lifestyle was very normal when I was not judging him at all, but he felt confronted by my choices or my, you know, abstinence of things that he really enjoyed and then proceeded to text me and be angry that I didn't give him more of a chance. Um, just more examples of, you know, people feeling that rejection because of his level of self-esteem not being there, his insecurities, whatever it is. And all you can do is really send these people love. But I wasn't able to do that, you know, eight years ago in this situation, in this nightclub. Um, I internalized a lot of it. And so I'm sharing this because if I can help you you know, sidestep these little landmines, I want to. But my experiences alone and hearing about them isn't always going to protect you from, you know, your landmines and your pitfalls and your emotional upheavals. And frankly, we don't really want them to because you want to learn and grow. So just know that just because you come out to your friends and family um, and, you know, your inner circle maybe doesn't mean that the work ends, even if it goes really, really well. Once you tell people, it will become more of a ripple and more and more people will know and people that aren't close to you. Um, and so just know that you might not be ready for these people who likely don't matter at all um, <laughs> for their opinions of you to come, you know, front and center for you. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So, um, as I promised here, I wanted to share some, some things that were uplifting and valuable. Um, and that is really to remind you that you can't control, you know, someone else's opinion of you. 
you're never going to be able to. All you can do is share what's true for you, what's in your heart, and liberate yourself. Um, we have a long way to go as a society, and you know we're still operating in very um, patriarchal norms. And you know I talk about that a lot on here, and I, I don't want it to ever feel like doom and gloom. It's just the what we're working with right now. So we've got to know, and we sort of have to rather than fight this. It's like, how do we systemically change it to create more equality? Because that's like all we want at the end of the day. And I recently saw this, um, this infographic meme thing that was like, if you want to really understand that women are just not equal still, because so many people are like, oh, you know, what do you mean? Like, you're equal and you're just as respected as a man. It can be seen very clearly in this situation. And I still experience this to this day, as I know many women do. So it's very true. If you're out and, you know, or someone just wants to like make a pass at you, hit on you, flirt with you, whatever. And you're like, kind of do the I'm not interested thing, but with no explanation. It's just like, I'm not interested. Say you're single and you're like, oh, no, not for me. Sometimes the guy who is hitting on you will like not think that's enough of an answer. Like he'll want a reason why you are not interested in him. And there will be persistence there. And <laughs> nine times out of 10, if you're like, oh, I have a boyfriend or, oh, I'm married. And that's your response to this person hitting on you, then that is a good enough reason for them to stop. Like they don't respect the fact that it's just your choice that you don't want to be with them or engage with them, but they will respect you being like, oh, there is a man that I'm in relationship with, right? Or, or maybe even a woman, if that's like your case and you're like, oh, I have a partner and they'll leave you alone because of it. That is a prime example of how women are viewed as lesser and not respected at the same level as a man, point blank, full stop, whatever uh, young people say. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I wanted to kind of just highlight this, the way that we can start to get to a place where we're respected and get to a place where we can have full self-esteem and just like full confidence in ourselves as women is to practice it, to put into, to give yourself places and experiences to put this in motion, in active motion. Um, I hope that makes sense. And I hope that that's encouraging you if you have the safety to come out and to share, because then you're like moving the needle for everyone else. Um, the the more, and if, if it's hard to connect the dots on this, I guess what I'm saying is the more people who are honest about their relationship, who are saying, yes, I'm a full human who has a sexual nature because it's inherently the most <laughs> natural thing about a human um, is that like we have sex for pleasure, for procreation, for a lot of reasons. Um, and to own that as a woman and say, I do it just as much as my, my male partners, my male friends, whatever, like family members. If you have brothers and like your parents have treated you differently because, you know, you're a girl or you're a woman or, you know, anywhere in between that you fall on the spectrum. Um, it's to start to say, no, this is like, you know, 
baseline human nature. Um, I'm a sexual being or I, you know, am not monogamous or I am polyamorous or I am into being open because I want to have multiple sexual partners or I want to have multiple loving relationships. Um, so yeah, I wanted to share kind of the shadow side of it and what can sort of, you know, go wrong. As a lot of times these bonuses are, I want to keep them short. It's like a comma and to Wednesday's episode. So if you haven't let yet listened to that episode, go ahead and get your notebook out because that one's like a workshop as well on how to come out to friends and family about your open relationship. And just know that, you know, just because you come out doesn't mean the work is not done and you might be met with some judgment and some online bullying if you're going to share it online, but it doesn't mean that it's not worth it at the end of the day. The benefits of being open vastly outweigh um, what has come as sort of backlash for me. And that's not the case for everyone, but I'm sharing my story and I hope you enjoy it. And as always, it's so beautiful to be able to do this. I'm so grateful for all of you listening on this platform. Take a moment to leave a review for us. It means a lot. Leave a question so that we can answer it on our next solo episode. And I'll see you next week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.